You're listening to The Way Out, creating financial freedom through network marketing with Andrew Logan. This podcast is your step-by-step guide to building and growing your own business and creating passive investment vehicles. If you crave legacy, wealth, and freedom, keep listening. Hello and welcome to The Way Out Podcast. Andrew Logan here. Great to be with you as always for another episode, episode number 92 today. And as always, I want to thank you for your support and for everyone who's been helping me get the word of the podcast out there and supporting. I really, really, really appreciate you as we work on that goal of 10xing this podcast over this year. I want to thank you all for supporting and helping along that way. Now, Today, I just want to jump straight in. I want to get straight into the content for you and help you again on the pathway to financial freedom. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about really looking at kind of a formula, essentially, just doing some some basic maths. Don't worry, just some very, very basic maths, not complex maths at all, but looking at a formula of how much we want to be earning from our business, from our investments, from our entrepreneurial life, you know, whatever vehicle we're using again, whatever we're using to achieve freedom and however we define freedom, whether freedom is living off grid, whether freedom is just working three days a week instead of five, whether freedom is, you know, choosing the nicest room in the nicest hotel in the nicest part of the world and you don't even have to blink at the price. I mean, we're just... You know, side note, we're just coming up to our 10 year anniversary and just sort of, you know, looking at different things of where you would go. And it's, you know, it's funny because for so long, so many of those decisions were always based around, okay, well, what can we afford to do? Now it's our 10 year anniversary. So obviously it's a 10 year, it's a special one as well, but it's just, look, where do we want to go rather than what can we actually afford to do? So what does financial freedom mean to you? And what I want you to what I want to do is to help you with this formula. So what I want you to think about, and again, you don't really need to write anything down. This is a mindset as much as anything. I want you to think about how you would achieve that level of freedom in your current career, occupation, or job. Now you may not be able to. Maybe you can. Maybe there's you know a corporate ladder, or there's a, play, a way you can rise up through pay rises, through having a business in this occupation, having a business in this space. Whether you go and get you know a doctorate in your career. So even if it's not that, like what is your dream occupation? What's your dream career? And how many years, or how much work, how many hours would it take to achieve that kind of freedom in your career. Even that kind of income, I should say, should really say more like, what do you want? Like if it's $100,000 a year would help create freedom for you. Well, how hard would you have to work in your current career to have $100,000? Or would you then have to go off and find a different occupation? Now, if you have to find a different occupation, how many years of study would that take? What are the courses? What are the commitments to learning? If you need to move into business or you want to run a business in this space, you do like your job, you do like your career, you do like what you're doing, but you know you're not going to get there as an employee, okay, well, maybe you've got to move into your own business, you know, traditional business. So for me, I was a physiotherapist and I moved into small business in physiotherapy to help with, you know, having more choice, having more income, having more choice in my life. So how much would I need to invest to do that? Now, that is time and money. And again, maybe you are in a position where things are going well, you've got a pretty good career, but you know, you're wanting more out of life, you've got a good life, you want a great life, and the enemy of a great life is a good life, you don't want to just settle for that good life, you want to go for a great life. But even then looking back retrospectively, so 
How many years of study did you do? How many you know, years of investment into your career, into your skill set? How many years did you invest into learning things, marketing, business, all that kind of stuff? And now, what I want you to do is I want you to look at that and I want you to set that number or those numbers in your head, those numbers of investment, those numbers of years, those you know mindsets of skill set and development. And the very simple formula is if you have those same expectations on yourself in here, but more importantly, you hold yourself to the same level of commitment, you will be able to achieve your financial goals in this space, in this entrepreneurial space, in this marketing space, in this business space, in this financial freedom space. Wherever you choose to sit in this space, you will be able to achieve it. And I, you know, I, I would almost guarantee you could achieve it with much less money and much less time. But the kicker is that we can look too much at those like really cool things at the end there. Those last two sentences I said, we can set our focus and our mindset there. The focus and mindset is that, oh, well, it's not going to take as much money. It's not going to take as much time. So the mindset, unfortunately, for a lot of people is, well, then I don't have to put in really any time or money. It's just going to happen. So if the mindset is, I'm not really going to invest in myself. I'm not really going to develop my skills. I'm not really going to have much patience or commitment or, you know, like look at myself in the mirror and have some pretty good expectations on what I expect to do. Then we're not going to achieve it. You can't achieve it. We have to look at it and say, look, I have been willing to do this or I would be willing to do this. I've wanted that promotion at work for so long because that extra amount of money would help in our life. And I've been willing to do X, Y, and Z up to this point. I'm going to give the same commitment to my business and I'm going to give the same commitment to learning how to invest. And I remember years ago, you know, nine probably years ago now, we're at like our first company event. And the lady who was speaking is a lady called Susan, and she basically told this sort of story. And, you know, then I'll, I'll tell sort of our sort of side of the story in a sec as well. But I remember Susan saying how, you know, she got her first check from her company and it was like $9 or something. I think it was maybe even a touch less because they, you know, took out some tax or some fees or something. But it was, I mean, it was, it was under $15. It was $12. It was $9, something like that. But you know, her first check for $9 and that came in her first week. You know, she started, she signed up and a friend joined her. She got this like $9 check and she came home and the husband kind of scoffed at her and she was like, look, okay, two things. If I can make $9, I can make 9 million because this is a business of leverage. This is a business of scale. This is a business where we can grow huge amounts of team, snowball effect, duplication, repetition, systemization, all those sorts of things. If I can make $9, I can make $9 million. I just need to figure out how to scale it. First thing. Second thing was I've just supported you through like seven years of university, college, to get your degree, um, you know, his professional degree. You need to give me seven years in this. I gave you seven years, you give me seven years. So she had that mindset from day one. Now she's earning multiple seven figures a year and, and just in this alone. And then she's got other things like she's just one of the most incredible, you know, businesswomen and leaders I've ever met. She's got multiple businesses turning multiple seven figures, right? But I remember thinking it and that's when it really hit me. And that's, you know, how a lot of our story developed because I was sitting there, we, you know, turned 30, Angie's with me. We're at our first event. Angie's very early days pregnant, but I started 
again, you always you look back and you connect the dots looking back. And it was like, you know what? I mean, take out even take out all the years at school just to get a good enough grade to get into university. But I always had this thing about getting into the medical industry. I had to get really good grades at school, but just put that aside. But I was able to get in, you know, pass the exams and all that. I got in. I spent four years and six figures to get a degree. So I spent four years of my life studying. I spent six figures on, you know, tuition and college fees and residence fees and all that kind of stuff. And then I spent another three years or so working, you know, and it was like, you know, it wasn't, it was 50 plus hours a week because I was doing weekends. I was doing extras. I was doing overtime. I was doing everything I can to fast track my learning, fast track my income, like all that kind of stuff. I'd pick up weekend duties at the hospital. I'd work for the local footy team because I wanted to get into the, the sports medicine environment. So I'm sitting on sidelines on Sunday afternoons. I'm like working Monday to Friday in the hospital, Saturday, Sunday morning, footy sidelines, Sunday afternoon, all that kind of stuff. And did that for three years to get myself branded, to get myself to a point where people, you know, saw me as a decent physiotherapist in this town and they wanted to come to me and they wanted me to treat them, all that kind of stuff. And then I went into small business. And again, we talk about, you know, like a, a six figure plus fee to kind of get into the small business space, all those sorts of things. And I spent essentially another few years really getting my business skills where I could market the business, where I knew how to approach other doctors, where I knew how to you know, market our business out there to society, where I knew how to train staff well and systemize things in our business so that staff could come in. And it was at that point where I was able to start to step away from just the clinical role, step away from doing five days a week, you know, reduce my hours, had a good six figure income with, you know, probably three days or so of actual work. And then, you know, the extra few days off just to, you know, do, you know, a bit like run the business and do some other stuff, but also just have some time off to, you know, be a father and be a husband, all those sorts of things. Point being, there's sort of like a quarter of a million dollars and 10 years invested to a point where people would turn and say, oh, look, Lucky you, you're successful. Look at you, you've been successful in your business. Aren't you lucky? And it's like, well, hey, there's, there's like, I'm grateful. You know, I'm very, very happy with what we've been able to achieve, but you know, there's no luck here. <laughs> we, we worked pretty hard and I dedicated 10 years and a quarter of a million dollars to get here. So this was also pretty much the point where network marketing came in and we started doing this network marketing thing. And when Susan said that, it really hit me. And I remember just thinking, you know what? Like, I've got to give this at least four years, bare minimum. Like I went to university for four years just to learn how to get a job. And I was $100,000 in debt when I left and I had enough skills to get a piece of paper so that I could apply for a job. So you need to give this at least four years and you need to think of all the textbooks you read, all the lectures you attended, all the pracs that you did, all the residencies that you did, you know, like working in the hospitals and, and prac work in there for free. That was always one of the, the great things about the medical industry, the slight sidetrack, but you know, you pay money to go and work in hospitals for free. Like, you know, it was this interesting um, just paradox there. But again, like look at all that and then look at how hard you worked building yourself up with the brand, your skill set, working for the footy teams, working with the hospitals, networking with doctors, you know, getting to know surgeons, all the courses you did, all of that, then all the money you invest into your business, all that kind of stuff. It was a 10-year plan that took incredible amounts of skill development, time, commitment, you know, all those sorts of things. So we never came in with more like, you know, it wasn't, and I've talked in earlier sort of episodes that we had this small monetary mindset at the very start. 
once we really started to then evolve and I was like, okay, we've started to earn those couple of hundred dollars, you know, now we're going to really evolve. It was never, let's make millions of dollars. It's like, let's commit to this. Let's commit to this with the same level of expectations and the same commitment that we would do for something else to try and bring in dollars $200,000 into our life. And then let's just see where that takes us. So we weren't driven by the ranks, by the, you know, the money at the end of the day. We were driven by the commitment that we made to ourselves. Now, because of that, then yes, in a much shorter time with much less money invested, we were able to create, you know, a much better income with a much better lifestyle, you know, everything better. And, you know, now we sit here with, you know, this, this beautiful lifestyle where we get to spend so much time with our kids and really, really chase our passions and really do what we love to do. But it was because we never set like, you know, if we don't make $500 this week, we're quitting. It was like, you know what? There's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be good days and bad days. You're going to have times where you want to quit. I get all of that. I had many, many times where I wanted to quit physio, both at university and as a profession and as a business owner. You have all those wall-kicking moments, those wall-kicking days, those days where you just don't think you're good enough, those days where you don't think you can do it. But you know what? You stay committed. You stay in the game and you do it and you have that mindset. Now, like I said, if you go in with that mindset, I'm sure you can achieve it in less time with less money. But if you go in with the mindset of, I'm not going to put much time into this, I'm not going to put much money into this, and I'm just going to hope that it happens faster than anything else I've done, then it's not going to work. Now, it's hard sometimes to take that mindset out because you know the end vision and you can see other people doing it and you can compare, you can sort of get up in that comparison mode and you know, they achieved it faster, you know, what, is there something wrong with me? But I mean, I've always thought about it as just like even just driving down the highway. Like when I'm driving down the highway, there's times where I overtake someone and there's times where someone overtakes me. You know, you can be driving along and you can be in a bit of a hurry. You've got to get somewhere at a certain point and you've got to overtake some cars and get through a bit of traffic. There's other times where it's like, you know what, actually, there's no rush. We just get there when we get here and you're cruising along and you're going along and another car overtakes you. I don't quit driving. I don't get frustrated and quit driving because a car overtook me. It's like, you know what, they've just got different goals to me right at this moment. If someone's going faster, they've got different goals right at this moment in time or they've got a different level of commitment. You know, maybe they're a bit more desperate than you, but, you know, desperation only gets you so far as well. Desperation can get you a speeding ticket and get you in a lot of trouble. So just because someone's going faster than you doesn't mean you should quit and just get out of your car and start walking. Just means, you know what, like, what are their goals? What are my goals? All right, I'm on my journey. I'm in my vehicle and I'm focused on my destination. So guys, I hope that helps. I hope that just helps with the mindset and understanding of where, what we need to do and, you know, how many books we read, how many textbooks we study, like all these sorts of things. And, and even, you know, if your career wasn't like university or anything, I'm sure you didn't walk in day one and just know what to do in your career. I'm sure you had to learn on the job. I'm sure you had to do some, you know, study, some extra work, you know, like meetings, all those sorts of things, all those things that we do in our day-to-day job, but we often won't do in our business. And it's sad and it's a shame. So, As always, guys, I hope that helps. I hope you got some value out of that. Hopefully, I've been able to help grow your mindset, help grow your skill set. As always, if there's anything I can do, don't forget to reach out and help. If there's any episodes or anything you'd like me to cover, let me know as well. Otherwise, guys, I will see you for another episode next week. Have a safe and enjoyable weekend, and I'll catch you soon. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Way Out, Creating Financial Freedom Through Network Marketing. 
Connect with Andrew on Instagram and Facebook at Andrew James Logan. For your seven-step system to financial freedom and other tools and resources to help you grow your business fast, go to www.andrewlogan.net. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Until next time, keep moving forward.